Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts. Specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, Swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. We talk about marketing a lot. We talk about sales a lot, but merchandising will become one of the more coveted disciplines in this entire space. The companies that can do that well, the executives that can lead those efforts really well, will have an advantage over others. 
we will certainly find more ways to connect with our customer in the physical arena. And I think we take so many of those learnings back to how we connect with them in the digital arena. I think for us, we still believe there's many, many more iterations of how we can make that physical experience in the commerce part more streamlined, more frictionless, and the connection part more immersive. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. Welcome to the BOF podcast. It's Friday, July 23rd. The role of physical retail has changed drastically over the last few years as more consumers turn to digital channels, particularly amid the pandemic, and brands have sharpened their focus on e-commerce. But physical stores are still an important touchpoint between customers and products. And during this month's BOF Professional Summit, What's a Store For? I caught up with Krishna Nikhil, Chief Merchandising Officer of Essence based in Montreal, and Webb Smith, founder of the media company 2PM, to talk to them about making store a place for immersive experiences without diluting their purpose for acquiring customers. Here's Krishna Nikhil and Webb Smith at the BOF Professional Summit. Welcome, Krishna and Webb. It's great to have you with us. I wanted to start, Krishna, with you. Uh, Essence, which is based in Montreal, a few years back, pre-pandemic, it opened something that you are all calling an immersive flagship. As a digital retailer, this was a you know, unusual move. First of all, why did you need to open a flagship? And what makes an immersive flagship different from a regular retail store? Thank you, Imran, for having me. And I think the way you framed the question at the outset is exactly correct, is how do you create an immersive experience while making sure that it's relevant to your audience? And I think for our our audience who are disproportionately millennial and Gen Z, they are very open to a brand like ours, having a perspective that is broader than just fashion and the products that we sell. And that really speaks to the success of our online editorial platform, but they are also highly attuned to something that doesn't feel appropriate or sits out of context. And so I think it's so important to think about how do you create something that is meaningful for the customer. And for us, that really started with this idea of how do we reinvent how commerce takes place in the store? And so before our flagship, we had a small boutique store and we saw this behavior amongst our best customers where they would come in and ask to try on items from our vast online assortment through personal shopping appointments. And we said, if a small number of customers want this, why not democratize it and make it accessible to everybody? And so we built a technology and operational backbone that allows anybody to come in, book an appointment and try on any item from our extensive online array and you know we immediately saw a strong uptake from this we have as many as 150 appointments a day in the store and so this is an appointment driven model not as a gimmick but it's the actual commercial engine that drives the store and what that has allowed us to do is really liberate a significant amount of floor space for a more immersive experience And so we started to think about how do we do cultural programming in a way that's relevant as a store, because you're not going to do it in the same way that a gallery does it or a museum does it. And for us, it was really in a similar way that we had done in the digital sphere. 
is bringing product and content together. So one of our first uh, special projects was with Virgil Abloh. We recreated his Chicago home studio one-to-one in our store. We sold product that were replicas of his sketches, customized Air Force Ones, and we really saw a strong positive response from our audience. More recently, we've taken that same learning and we partnered with Burberry very recently. We took over their store in Soho, New York, and really brought that same idea of product and content together to create a more immersive experience. We had an installation that really changed the flow for customers through the store and really focused on those two things, uh, exclusive product capsule and a really powerful short film uh, that we commissioned with Torso uh, that really speaks to, uh, it's a meditation on change and really the energy that's in New York right now. And I think that is how, for us, we think about why we need a store. It's creating more immersive experiences for our audience. So Krishna, I, I, I saw a lot about that Virgil Abloh experience that you created a couple years back. I'm wondering how you used or made use of this immersive space that you created amidst all of the challenges of the pandemic. Was there any way of kind of activating that space or continuing to kind of engage customers in the absence of being able to use the space physically? Yeah, for us, during the pandemic, the store was, according to protocols, locked down. We obviously still uh, found ways to use our online presence to serve our customers. But what we did do is we took the learnings from what it takes to create a immersive physical experience and reapply them to digital. In digital, everything is so fast. The attention span of the customer, they spend 30 seconds or 15 seconds on something you post or uh, an article on your editorial platform. And we created digital microsites that essentially were replicas of the physical experience. And we even do this today now as we have physical experiences. We have the physical uh, immersion in Burberry Soho, but we also have a microsite on our site, which allows people who can experience the physical to experience the digital. And what we're seeing with these new digital microsites is that people are spending much longer amounts of time in them. We see upwards of seven, eight minutes spent in these immersive digital worlds. Got it. Webb, I'll turn to you now. I mean, you've got such a following in this direct-to-consumer space uh, where brands like Away and Glossier and you know, Warby Parker, you know, pre-pandemic had started prioritizing retail because um, they saw the evidence in the numbers that when they opened retail stores, the digital sales also went up. You know, how have you been advising and talking to your DTC clients and the DTC community that you engage with about the role of physical retail post-pandemic? What's changed? You know, how has your approach um, changed? How has the approach that some of these brands uh, have taken changed as a result of, of everything that we've been through over the last 16 months? Sure, and uh, thank you for having me. I would say that uh, the audience that I'm appealing to here is a little bit younger as far as the maturity of the company itself. So these are companies that are still going from zero to one that tends to take a little bit more uh, creativity and frankly, a little bit more luck. Uh, they're not as established as, as a lot of the traditional brands or the, the generational brands that, uh, that were mentioned earlier. And so it's in some ways a little bit more difficult for them to build the cachet required to, to match these companies. Um, one way that they do that is through really savvy merchandising. 
So I look at companies like Rowing Blazers that still found ways to operate throughout the pandemic through pop-up formats. You walk into their storefronts and it's, you know, I would say 30 to 40% actual merch. And the rest of the experience itself is the experience of the brand is trying to present to the consumer. Obviously, as mentioned before, we're talking about different uh, mementos and the history behind the actual development of the products and associations with other things that sort of inspire the customer to think about how the merchandise itself would apply to their lives. Uh, that immersive experience is available whether the product, whether the brand is young or old. It just takes a lot more work if it's if it's a little bit younger. When some of these DTC companies are thinking about opening a physical store or opening or setting up a pop-up, how are you advising them to think about where they do that? You know, these companies are reaching, you know, many cases, not just like national audiences in the US, but international audiences. You know, uh, Krishna, you have a similar situation. You know, uh, Montreal is the home of Essence, but Montreal isn't the exclusive domain of the Essence customers. So maybe, uh, Webb, to you first, you, when you think about location, what are the considerations of how to pick the right locations? Well, I think Krishna and I would both agree with this. Uh, you want to go for the Class A locations, right? You want to go where the brands have the best opportunity to appeal to the types of customers that are most likely to buy their products. And that tends to be right now the wealthier customer, which is which has been more insulated from not only job losses, but also any sort of disruption in pay or health. Uh, typically, uh, the wealthier customers right now are, are more likely to have come out of the last 15 months uh, I don't want to say unscathed. I think everyone was affected, but maybe less scathed. And so you're looking at class A malls. You're looking at great urban um, shopping centers that have been redeveloped to appeal to um, uh, an elevated audience. So you can find these anywhere from New York to even Pittsburgh. Um, Austin, Texas has a great example in South Congress. Uh, there's like a cluster of these brands from double RL down to, you know, the D to C brands that we talk about. And so, yeah, I think it's possible as long as you're focused on the right parts of the country and the right parts of those cities. Krishna, how about you? I mean, I guess Montreal was the natural place to open the first Essence immersive flagship, but you have, you know, a big North American, you know, audience, a growing international customer. How do you think about, you know, if appointment-based selling is so important to that customer, I guess, who's in Montreal or visiting Montreal, how are you thinking about extending this physical retail, immersive retail approach that we've been discussing beyond the Montreal HQ? Yeah, I think for us, there is so much power in collaborations and partnership. We already have a global audience that is looking to connect with us, I think, the partnership and collaboration we just had with Burberry allowed us to create a physical experience in New York. We will certainly find more ways to connect with our customer in the physical arena. And I think we take so many of those learnings back to how we connect with them in the digital arena. I think we're also a much more about a, a company that talks about things after we've done them. So I, I do think while there will be more things that we do in the physical space, we'll stay tuned for for more on that okay ever the secretive executive from the secretive company all right let's let's talk about you know changes you know you're both 
you know, immersed in the space of retail and, you know, you know, digital brands that are kind of creating physical presence. Do, do you think physical retail has changed enough to catch up with this current moment with all the behavioral change, you know, with the shift and acceleration of online sales, with the kind of consumer psychology of being afraid or somewhat reluctant uh, to be in crowded spaces with lots of other people. You know, Krishna, I'll go to you first. You know, what, what, is, what is changing? Is it changing fast enough? Are you seeing enough momentum around some of these topics around physical retail? I think it, it's a great question, and I don't think I can answer for other people, but I think for us and our customer, the expectation after what we've been through has changed significantly in terms of how they want a more frictionless experience for the commerce part in a physical store, but they're also willing to find more ways to connect and create a sense of community in those physical spaces. And I think two years ago, pre-pandemic, we felt like maybe the core model of the physical store is a bit out of date. And we started trying to reinvent that physical and commercial engine. So I think for us, we still believe there's many, many more iterations of how we can make that physical experience in the commerce part more streamlined, more frictionless, and the connection part more immersive. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, 
sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So how does that work in practice? Maybe you could just describe to us, you know, for those of us, myself included, who haven't had the chance to visit your immersive flagship in Montreal, like paint a picture of us for us of what it's like inside and how you're connecting and blending this digital physical situation. Yeah, so the way we view it is, you know, our customers, they probably disproportionately have our app on their phone and they're always building a wish list of the new arrivals that they uh, want to buy or try on. And the appointment experience is really that simple of you go through your wish list and add any of the items you want into an appointment and pick a time. That appointment is yours, whether you need someone helping you or not, that product's going to be sitting there waiting for you when you come into the store. And we've really built this operational backbone and a flow of goods that is different than any other store in the world. And I think what we are doing is giving both a great experience of with product, but also giving time back to that customer who otherwise would have to come through the store, walk around, pick the items, find a fitting room. And that time back is about immersion in all the other experiences that we create in the store. And I think for us, we've really focused on creating big moments, the sort of Virgil Abloh takeover we have an equivalently big moment coming in September that I'm hoping you will come join us for in Montreal. I'm going to try to get that onto your calendar. All right. Well, I'll keep keep an eye out for it. Webb, how about you? Uh, DTC, as you know, as we discussed earlier, you know, everyone was already dipping their toes uh, into physical retail. I know certain certain parts of LA. I could see, like you know, as you mentioned, you know, a few of those brands clustered together. Are these brands, these DTC brands, changing their approach to physical retail now as opposed to some of the behavioral shifts amid the pandemic? Or is it, you know, back to the kind of same formula? Really good question. Here's how I see it. It's a much larger picture. So you have specialty retail, which we all know really well, is somewhat crumbling, right, Um, under the weight of over leveraged books and the lack of foot traffic required to to keep them profitable. You have these direct-to-consumer brands, this new class of companies that is, you know, all, each of them seem to be on the path to IPO in the coming year. They are taking these spots because they're being incentivized to do so. Frankly, customer acquisition is a lot cheaper there than what would be typically found online. Obviously, the pandemic is one exception where e-commerce was the only way, and so, Customer acquisition cost was was relatively low, but that's almost back to normal now. These storefronts are the cheaper way for customer acquisition for a lot of these companies. And mall developers, mall owners are begging them to take these spots because not only are they losing these spots given the loss of specialty retailers, you know, the L brands and so on and so forth, the senior retails, but also because millennials and Gen Z Uh, customers are attracted to these companies and it's getting them into these physical locations. So they are taking 
the old playbook and applying it to their, their modern retail format. And, and what happens, Webb, to the, the non-prime locations and some of these, I, I follow you on Twitter and you're always like, snap, everyone should follow Webb on Twitter, by the way, because he's, he's got like a great Twitter voice. But you know, you, you, you know, you're constantly you know, making these observations about some of these old school brands and how they're not keeping up and there's all of this class B or class C. Like, what happens to the people who, or the companies that haven't thrived during the pandemic for a variety of reasons? What do you see happening to this, all of this excess retail space uh, in the US? Well, where you're sitting right now, I think per capita, it's 12.3 square feet per capita. So uh, that's about where it's supposed to be. Um, that's generally most of Europe. In East Asia, it is closer to six square feet per capita. In Canada, it's 16 square feet. In the United States, it's 23.5 square feet per capita. So what that means is 40% more than Canada, almost double the amount that, we, that you would find anywhere in Europe. We have too much retail, and most of that retail is class B and class C. To answer your question succinctly, it's going to be empty. Obviously, we hope that there's new and inventive ways to redevelop these projects into warehouses or you know, apartments or you name it, maybe green space. But for now, for the next 10 or 15 years, we're going to have an issue with a lot of empty buildings or suboptimal buildings that are breeding grounds for things that you don't want in your communities. We all believe in the importance of physical retail. It's here to stay. You know, the strong brands are going to be in the top locations. You know, they're going to continue to drive their, you know, digital interactions with customers, but they still value the physical interaction with customers. I'm curious, I know you're both very data-driven executives, so you're both very analytical, uh, which is why I enjoy speaking with you both so much. When, when you're thinking, uh, Krishna, about measuring the impact of you know, the Essence flagship, it has to go beyond kind of sales per square foot, right? It has to go beyond just footfall. How do you measure the success of an immersive flagship if the goal isn't simply just to sell more stuff? Yeah, I think with such a multifaceted goal, your measurement has to be equally multifaceted. And for us, we do absolutely look at commercial metrics, like how many appointments per, per day are we getting? What's the conversion rate of those appointments, which for us is an extremely high number because people are coming with intention. If you're doing exclusive product, what are the product sales? But those commercial metrics tell a portion of the story. The other part is how deeply is your audience engaging with you? How much time are they spending in the store to see an exhibit or whatever you're putting forward? Is it bringing a new audience in or is it just catering to your existing audience? And this is also really where the digital experience has helped us with measurement. So by extending the experience from the physical to the digital, it also gives us more information on how our audience is engaging with it. How much time are they spending on this microsite? Are they watching this short film we put all the way through or watching the first 30 seconds of it? And I think as you think about combining these physical and digital experiences, I think you have to think about measurement in analytics in the same way is how do you combine analytics across two platforms? Web, how about for these DTC brands? You know, you, these are you know, significant investments. What do you advise uh, DTC players 
to focus on when considering the success of a physical store alongside what is you know, predominantly an online e-commerce operation? I am a proponent of owned shopping experiences. So uh, obviously there are a number of marketplace opportunities for younger brands like that. There are, you know, you can look at Showfields. Um, there's a number of them, Beta. And I would say that brands should focus on capturing the customers in their own spaces where they have complete autonomy to present exactly the format that they would like to present and the messages that they want those customers to take away from them. How about some final words of advice? We have, you know, thousands of BOF professional members from around the world who are, you know, building their businesses, working in companies, trying to, you know, solve these problems and understand how to like really add magic. You know, Andrew Keith and I were talking about the magic of retail. Maybe Webb, you first. You know, your top tips on really creating meaningful, immersive memorable experiences in physical retail? What, what really excites me is when you're selling a product, whether it's a shirt, a pair of pants, whatever it is, what are the associated things, the moments, the history, the accessories that you would merchandise it with, the history of the industry itself? Like, What are those things that you would associate with the, pro- with the sale of those products? Having that around in a physical space is incredibly inspiring no matter what it is that you are actually trying to market to the customer. And I think that um, we are, we talk about marketing a lot, uh, we talk about sales a lot, but, but merchandising will become one of the more coveted disciplines in this entire space. The companies that can do that well, the executives that can lead those efforts really well, will have an advantage over others. Give us some examples, Who, who's best in class? Oh, you, you walk into any, LVMH brand and they do a great job in store, right? In Soho, whether it's luggage or puffy coats, you you see that when you walk into those stores and you see luggage from 30 years ago, stickers on the wall from places that customers visited, you know, 40 years prior. It just it sets a sets a dynamic that that reminds you that not only has this brand been around for a while, but it's going to be around for a long while. And that gives you the assurance that the, that the purchase that you're about to make, especially if it's expensive, will, will, will pay off in the long run. Krishna, final thoughts from you. Top tips on creating memorable, immersive, valuable experiences in physical retail? For me, it's about asking yourself the hard questions. And we think about it through three lenses, commerce, culture, and community. On commerce, have you done enough to reinvent the way commerce happens in your stores on culture what is really the point of view that you can authentically put forward that's going to make the experience more immersive and then on community are you reaching out to collaborators to make your experiences more immersive and from a store standpoint the single best community you have are the employees that work in stores and often the very best ideas come from them. The idea of the appointment model that, as since Montreal is predicated on, came from store employees making it happen for their customers. Such good advice from both of you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's such a been such a pleasure to have you. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the BOF podcast for our look inside fashion.
and how it connects to currents in the wider world. If you're not yet a BOF professional member, join today with our 30-day risk-free trial and benefit from exclusive access to agenda-setting analysis you won't find anywhere else. The BOF podcast is edited and produced by Emma Clark, Kate Bartan, and Kevin Bobby Blanco in the BOF studio team. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.